You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are able to use your employment rights to support your right to fair treatment at work. This is your legal entitlement. So last week, we looked at what could happen if you use your private social media accounts to make negative comments, not just about work, but negative comments that could affect the reputation of the company you work for. We also looked at whether the company has a right to sack you for this, even though your comments are made from your own private social media account. In this week's episode, we answer the question posed to us last week regarding whether you can be disciplined or sacked for complaining about workplace issues on social media, but with a twist, which is whether you can then be held responsible and disciplined or sacked when negative comments in support of your posts come from friends and others on your feed, which may then get back to your boss or to someone who knows someone in your workplace. Again, the simple answer to this question is, it depends. It depends on your workplace social media policy, what's in the policy, and how your employer interprets their own policy. Whilst there are no employment rights that are specifically in place to protect you in relation to your use of social media, the standalone employment right to be treated fairly at work when you are being disciplined for having breached your employer's disciplinary policy And remember, that's a policy that categorises the types of misconduct and gross misconduct behaviour that can get you into trouble. That standalone employment right to be treated fairly at work is in place and is something that your employer must, not may, but must actively incorporate into any disciplinary measures that are taken against you. Remember, however, as in last week's case, employment tribunals are not permitted to substitute their own personal or professional views about what is a reasonable response for an employer to take, meaning that a tribunal cannot say what it would have done in the same circumstances. Instead, Employment tribunals must examine the fairness of your treatment by applying what's called the range of reasonable responses test to examine whether your employer in dismissing you acted within the range of reasonable responses available to a reasonable employer when deciding what sanction to give you. So, what is the range of reasonable responses test? Here, an employment tribunal will look firstly at whether your employer carried out an investigation into your social media conduct that was a reasonable investigation in all the circumstances. 
including whether your employer's policies and procedures were adequate enough in their explanation of the do's and don'ts of the company's policy, and then whether the investigation prior to your dismissal was fair and appropriate. Secondly, did your employer have a genuine belief that you were guilty of the social media misconduct that you are accused of? And finally, did your employer have reasonable grounds for the belief in your guilt? If the answer to all these questions is yes, then the employment tribunal will then go on to decide whether your employer's sanction against you was reasonable in those circumstances. When looking at the reasonableness of your employer, a tribunal must examine this against a backdrop of your human rights to private life and your human rights to freedom of expression, which in particular includes your right to hold opinions, even on social media, and to receive and put information and ideas out without interference from public authority. But what will also be in the Employment Tribunal's eyesight is a reminder that you, the employee, must also know that with those human rights, the right to private life and the right to freedom of expression, comes duties and responsibilities linked to, for example, your employment which through your company's social media policy, for example, because that's what we're looking at in this episode, those duties and responsibilities might bind you to certain formalities, conditions, reactions or penalties, which your employer may choose to apply to your behaviour through the company's disciplinary procedures. But remember in doing so, your employer must treat you fairly in all aspects of that procedure, taking into consideration all the circumstances surrounding your case. So in looking at whether you can be sacked because others made offensive comments to your posts about your boss, a recent employment tribunal case deals with this specific issue. The case was Austin versus A1M Retro Classics Limited, which went to tribunal in November 2020. In this case, Mr. Austin, who was the employee, got into an argument with the managing director of the company about the negative way he felt parts of the business were being run, during which the managing director spoke to Mr. Austin in an agitated way and shouted at Mr. Austin in a way that the tribunal described as new or worse than the managing director had done in the past. After the incident, Mr. Austin put up a post on his Facebook account in which he said, I don't think I am a bad person, but I don't think I have ever felt so low in my life after my boss's comments today. Mr. Austin's friends and followers then read his post and tried to lift Mr. Austin's spirits with a series of comments, some of which were described by the tribunal as derogatory, offensive 
and inappropriate towards his boss. The comments were then reported to his boss, the managing director, who was particularly upset because one of the comments said that Mr. Austin should punch his boss in the face because this would make Mr. Austin feel better. The managing director with whom Mr. Austin had had the argument then asked another manager to print out the comments and then asked Mr. Austin to attend a meeting in the managing director's office to discuss his use of social media. The next thing to happen is that Mr. Austin attended the meeting, but it was only after the meeting had started that Mr. Austin was informed that the meeting was a disciplinary meeting. During the meeting, Mr. Austin was referred to the company employee handbook, which contained a social media policy that stated that he must not discuss the company on social media. Mr. Austin was also told in that meeting that he had fueled and incited the comments to his post. After the meeting, Mr. Austin was then suspended pending the outcome of what was now a disciplinary hearing. And then the next day, Mr. Austin was telephoned and informed that he had been dismissed and was told that a letter would follow the following day. When Mr. Austin received the letter the following day, the letter informed him that he had been dismissed for gross misconduct with immediate effect because of his conduct on social media, which meant Mr. Austin did not receive any notice pay and he had worked for the company for five years. Mr. Austin then went on to appeal his dismissal, but his dismissal was upheld. So Mr. Austin brought a case of unfair dismissal to an employment tribunal. Now remember, this is not a case where the employer was not entitled to feel that Mr. Austin's conduct did not warrant disciplinary action and dismissal. The employer is entitled to manage its staff its way and to choose whatever route and sanction the employer decides. Instead, the employment tribunal will be interested in whether the employer had chosen a dismissal sanction that was reasonable based on the test for the range of reasonable responses, which you'll remember is about carrying out a reasonable and fair investigation in all the circumstances into Mr. Austin's conduct and whether the employer had a genuine belief that Mr. Austin was guilty of the social media misconduct he was accused of, and finally, whether the employer had reasonable grounds for the belief in Mr. Austin's guilt. In the end, the tribunal did not believe A1M Retro Classics had proved its case and ruled that Mr. Austin had been unfairly dismissed and awarded Mr. Austin £28,500. Why? Well, firstly, the employer's social media policy did not state that employees must not discuss the company on social media, despite the employer attempting to interpret its policy in this way. Secondly, 
There was no evidence that the employer had investigated what happened and the confusion about what the employer should have done during its investigation only increased when the employer was asked to explain why its own social media policy said nothing about A1M Retro Classics employees being required to police the comments of others on social media. And without an investigation into Mr Austin's Facebook activities, the tribunal concluded that there was no supporting evidence that a reasonable employer could rely on to suggest that Mr Austin was engaging in prohibited discussions about the company on his Facebook page. Nothing had been investigated, so how could the employer have the evidence to support its belief in Mr Austin's guilt and to therefore support the course of action taken against Mr Austin. And thirdly, the tribunal also ruled that Mr Austin was not given any proper notice of the disciplinary meeting he attended, was not given time to prepare for that meeting and was given no advanced knowledge of the allegations against him, which would have allowed Mr Austin to prepare some kind of a defence, any kind of a defence, to the allegations he faced. On that basis, the Employment Tribunal ruled that no reasonable employer, with the evidence or lack of evidence it had, could have come to a decision to dismiss Mr Austin for gross misconduct. And so if you find yourself in a similar position with your company's social media policy or indeed any misconduct allegations made against you, this is the route you take to test whether you have been treated fairly within the range of reasonable responses when you are facing disciplinary measures at work. And that's it for this week. Our takeaways for this week are, if your employer is going to make you responsible for the comments of others on your social media pages by accusing you of breaching your company's social media policy, make sure you are aware of the policy and what's actually in the policy so that you are aware of which clause in the policy that you are accused of breaching. If the clause doesn't fit, then this is a point that you need to take note of. Secondly, pay close attention to your employer's handling of your disciplinary process to make sure you are treated fairly at all times and throughout the disciplinary process, from when you are first made aware of the allegations against you until the end of the process, when a sanction may or may not be applied against you. If the fairness in both these areas goes missing, you may want to challenge any sanction you are given at your appeal hearing. And if that sanction is dismissal and your dismissal is upheld at appeal, you may want to consider filing an employment tribunal claim via ACAS, noting that your claim must reach the tribunal within three months minus one day. 
to ensure your right to file your claim is not out of time. And we'll put a link to ACAS where you can find out more information in the show notes for this episode. As usual, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this week's episode. And remember, you can really help us by sharing our podcast information with your friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.